It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Rise and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network and the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt. I'm the station manager for LTN Radio. I'm a third-generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. And I'm Mo, the shorter yet louder, and some might even say smarter, counterpart of the Back Row. I'm a wife, mom, and super fan of all things Friends. Today on the show, the realities behind reality TV. We've also got a Junk Food Tuesday taste test and Ask Us Anything, five random facts. And more. But first, today is Tuesday, June 22nd, 2021, and we've got some holidays to celebrate. That's right. Today is National Onion Ring Day. Yeah. So I'm a bigger fan of like the small onion rings, like the really thin onions and more breading, mm-hmm. as opposed to like a giant slab of onion. Yeah. Like I, I'd go for Burger King onion rings before I go for like uh, Sonic, Sonic onion rings. Yeah. yeah. I have to be really, really, really in the mood for Sonic onion rings. Yeah. It's a lot of work. And, like, I know there's a trick to it. Like, there's a certain, like, layer of an onion, like a little, like, film, I guess, that you have to peel off. Onions have layers. To where, right? (laughs) To where if you don't peel that off, that's when, like, you bite into the onion ring and just the whole onion comes out. Uh huh. If you peel off that tiny little layer, I think it's like the inner film or whatever. Uh-huh. Like the inner skin. Yeah, it'll it'll. Yeah. Bite. It'll uh-huh. bite through. So I would prefer a bloomin' onion. You know what those are? Like from steakhouses. Do you remember back when we were like kids? Bloomin' onions were the thing at like. Oh man, what was that? Sta- Lone Star Steakhouse. Lone. Was that the name? I don't remember. Anyway, <laughs> there was a steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> that did the bloomin' onion. Do you not oh, remember? Oh, wasn't that it? Outback? Wasn't it? Yeah, it was Outback. Okay. Mm-hmm. Outback Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And why Chili's I was used thinking. to do it too. There is a Lone Something, Lone Something Steakhouse. There lone. is a Lone. There is a Lone Something or a Longhorn Steakhouse. There's a Longhorn. Yes, I know that. But there's also a. I really want to say it's Lone Star Steakhouse. That's probably a thing. Lone Star, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. All right. Uh, We are recording on Twitch, as we typically do for our Tuesday show, and so every now and then we're going to hear random comments from (laughs) people in our chat, and this is a new follower, Kentucky Redhead, KY Redhead, who informed us, yes, Lone Star is a place. Yes. Uh (laughs) Yep. Um, Have you had a Bloomin' Onion? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm more a fan of those, because those are one bite. Well, it took you forever to say Bloomin' Onion, so I didn't know where you were going. Okay, I didn't hear that part. Oh, good grief. <laughs> Bloomin' onions are way better than onion rings. That's all that I was getting at, okay? JC Phenom says, biting into an onion would induce horrid nightmares for years for me. You know what? I was the same way for a very, very long time. A very long I hated onions from childhood all the way on. And it was really just like maybe 15 years ago, I just... There was a situation where I had a plain burger, and the only option I had to put on it was like a fresh cut onion. I'm like, all right, 
and I loved it. And from that moment on, I'm like all about onions. Yeah. So, but it's like the, I like fresh onions. Oh yeah. I don't want a cooked onion, which is why I don't like onion rings. Oh, see, now I do like cooked onions. (laughs) I like cooked onions, like sawed up, sawed up. (laughs) Sawed up. Sauteed up mm, with some no. zucchini and squash. See, I don't like, that's a oh, texture thing for so me good. then. I don't like the slimy stuff. Oh, that's so good. Okay. Yeah, my no grandfather. Onion. Raw used, onions are the best. My grandfather used to eat onions like apples. Yeah. 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 Every year in Albuquerque, there comes a, uh, a season where I don't remember what they're called, but the, the, um, the Shriners yeah. uh, in town, uh-huh. uh, it's, the, it's, it's, it's their version of Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> the Shriners come and someone's dinging the doorbell around here. Yeah. Uh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Shriners come and sell, I think they're, I want to say it's Valencia, but that's not right. That's an orange. But there's something like that uh, with onions where you eat them like apples. You don't cook them. You don't cut them up. You just bite into them because they're so sweet and so delicious. Yeah. They're good. They're good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. I remember Holes. Yeah. Eating raw onions reminds me of the book Holes. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm about to kill somebody who's playing with the doorbell uh, in our building right now. Someone is for real ringing the doorbell. <laughs> Um, and once again, I thought I was hearing things like this, this happens every now and then when we're recording. Yeah. Things will just pop into my head and I'm like, wait a minute, what's happening? Lord, is that you? What's our next, we we were talking about onions forever, but we have another holiday. Oh, it's national kissing day. Because of course that's on the same day as onion ring day. (laughs) Somebody was not thinking that one through. They really weren't. Listen, you got to choose. Either you kiss in or you eat onion rings. Uh, take your pick. All right. We are going to be going to our first segment here. It's Arguing on Discord. It's our, our favorite new segment right now where we actually invite our Twitch listeners to get in on the fun. Uh, so we've got three people waiting in our audio chat right now on our Discord, which you can join at backrowbuds.com. Uh, you know, not as you're listening to this on the radio because this happened uh, earlier in the week, but next time. Next time. Uh, we've got Lark. We've got Brian, we've got Toffee all waiting for us. Let's unmute. Yeah, Whoa. Oh, hey, you're right over hey there. Guys. Y'all talking? Hey, what's going on here? Hi. Hello. <laughs> Lori. You should have given us a warning. <laughs> we did. You obviously well, weren't listening. There the delay. There the delay. We That's had why. the stream muted so we wouldn't get double audio. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, guys. So uh, today's argument is uh, the great chip debate. Now, this was a Twitter thing uh, a couple years ago. Uh, You open a fresh variety pack of chips, and with the offering of Lay's, Barbecue Lay's, Fritos, Cheetos, Nacho Cheese Doritos, and Cool Ranch Doritos, the argument is, what is the best and worst option of those six? We want to know what some of you think. We've got the folks watching on Twitch as we record today, and uh, they're joining in this discussion. We've got, let's do Lark first. Lark, because this, uh, is, is this your first time? Oh. Is this your first time? This is Lark's first time on. This is my second time. Oh, that's time. right. You were here for dogs and cats, weren't you? That's I was right. here for dogs and You were here and for dogs yeah, and cats. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. So uh, I want your opinions. What's the best and what's the worst in that variety oh, no, pack? Uh, my opinion is that the best option for this is Cool Age Doritos, and I will fight you on this. And the worst is Frito chips, because those are just plain disgusting corn. <laughs> I know I'm from Indiana, so that sounds long, but playing corn chips are a travesty. <laughs> All right, Toffee, are you there? 
Give yes, us your yes, give sir. us your thoughts. Okay, so I 100% agree with Lark on the worst chip. Worst chip is most definitely. <laughs> but I think nacho cheese Doritos are better than the Cool Ranch. Nacho so. cheese Doritos. Okay. Nacho okay. cheese. Brian, what do you think? I think um, the Cool Ranch are the best. And yeah. The plain chips are the worst. I'd rather have Fritos <sighs> over the plain chips. Though my favorite is not an option on this, which is sour cream and onion. Oh, okay. okay. Yes. I mean, I get that. I get that. Yes. All right, Rogar. We are friends. <laughs> yes. I need your opinion. Best and worst chip in that variety pack. So the best is always, you know, the Cool Ranch Doritos. Well, I'm a worst love for, for me cool are Cheetos. Cheetos. Cheetos are the worst. Okay. Wow. What? Okay. Oh, wait, do you mean like the the like the hard? Cheetos I think they're generally the crunchy. Cheetos? I think they're generally they're crunchy. crunchy. Yeah, yeah crunchy okay. Cheetos. Either ones, really. In that and then right above Cheetos is you know nacho cheese Doritos. <laughs> the JM Ready uh, uh, Reedy is telling you to get out of here, Rogar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in, in, Jonathan, no, I'm not getting out of here. In, in all caps. Uh, get so just Kentucky Redhead, I know that you might like Fritos, but you are wrong. <laughs> Fritos are good too. JC Fritos are disgusting. They are plain corn that is dried out and is going to break your tooth. JC you can leave Phenom. Indiana for saying corn is disgusting. JC Phenom saying nacho cheese Doritos is the best and that the blue bag okay. gets thrown in the we trash. We are both Indiana. We are both allowed to have our own opinions. Fritos are bad. Someone's am... someone's put nacho or uh, cool ranch Doritos in their last place, guys. I bet, Ew, no, I, you're I, wrong. Oh no, I am 100 in agreement. The cool ranch Doritos are garbage. They're the worst for you. Garbage. The worst out of yeah, those they six? are the worst. 100 the worst. Yeah. Well, I used to like you. Now. I know, right? I, I felt can't. exactly oh, the same way listening to y'all argue. I'm disappointed, Mo. I'm See sorry. See what happens next time we play Among Us. I'm sorry. We have that stab you, Mo. <laughs> and I actually prefer the plain Lay's potato chips. That's that your is, number one? That is probably my Whoa. number one. Wow. Kentucky you and I are saying, Kentucky Redhead is saying that the, the right answer depends entirely on what you're eating them with. And I kind of agree. Yeah, I like, do agree. Of those, there are some certain things that I'm yeah. going to want, depending on what I'm having. But if it's just... Regardless, Fritos are raw. If it's just straight up snack time, though, and you're just picking one bag, and that's all you're eating. Uh, Mine wasn't on this list, then. And of, it of is those in six. the variety of pack. Those, well, not my, in this variety pack. Mine, Funyuns. <laughs> Funyuns, yeah. I mean, duh. But that's not in Hands this variety down. pack. Hands down. I mean, yeah. my favorite Funyuns. is weird, so... <laughs> What's your favorite? Uh, the baked Lay's sour cream and onion. Oh, well. Uh, well, okay. I mean, I knew we wouldn't always be friends. Baked uh, Lay's. <laughs> the plain baked Lay's are superior to the oh, regular. Plain baked Lay's are also good. Yeah. I mean, if we're going if we're going all out into picking whatever, though, I think Kentucky Redhead has the right idea here. She's saying walk the subway and trade for sun chips. I'm all about some sun I'm chips. I'm not a sun chip fan. Gal I don't they're, love they're, them. Their they're garden salsa yes. sun chips are the Ooh, best chips. Yes. However, I yes. don't quite understand the appeal of plain bugles. No, oh, no. They're awful. Oh, gosh. I hate those. I don't think hate I've them. had bugles. Hate them. In at least 10 years. Blah, blah, blah. I keep appealing in my house 
My family. I didn't even know they still sold bugles. They're not. My family they keeps them buying forever. Them. Your family keeps Thank buying you. them. <laughs> I'm just stuck with them on your, your uh, fingers. <laughs> Putting them on your fingers. Yeah. <laughs> they're a novelty. They're not for fun. That's the I only mean, they're for fun. They're not for them. food. I'm yeah. sorry. Bugles <laughs> <laughs> are for fun, not food. <laughs> um, oh, all right. Yeah. So hold on. I got to give my opinion here with the six. Oh, no, you don't. The six variety pack. Uh, <laughs> we don't care about your opinion. No. I, well, you better watch it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> enough times for among us this week i don't have to care about your opinion did anybody uh yeah i did you know what i did uh did anybody did anybody say that their favorite was barbecue lays because no. that's my number one nobody said that's uh, my number two though and my number two is fritos I am a big Frito fan, and I will I will admit that what? I'm I'm wrong because that's always the chip that's left over. Oh yeah, always. Always. There's all, all of them are gone, and there's always six bags of Fritos left. You don't want to be last in line oh, no. if it's like a if you're getting your lunch because you know you're getting Fritos. But explain this one to me. The Fritos, the original plain Fritos, are always the last in the bag. Yeah. But the first to go in this certain variety pack are always the Frito twists or the chili cheese Fritos. Why? Why? Those go fast too. But See, what? I don't like the chili cheese Fritos. I, mm. They're, they're even better than normal I Fritos. I'm questioning my friendships with all of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice knowing you, Lark. Plain Fritos on chili. Heck yeah. Frito pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, please. Please that and is thank a, you. That is a VBS dinner special right there. It is cheap <laughs> yes, and it is. it is easy. There's also, you could also make... Yep. Uh, well, yeah, walking tacos an option, or like yeah, walking, I, walking tacos, or how you can we'll do a bag of Fritos. We'll yes, do like a Mexican yes. version, a Mexican like hamburger helper, and then you just sprinkle Fritos yep. on top of that. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, <sighs> so good. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, I think we we all agree that I'm right, uh, uh, no. and so no. we'll, we'll no. just end the show. There. We all agree that you are not Wrong. right. We are somehow in the hey wrong on our you're, you're own show. Right. We are in the wrong. I don't understand. Uh, thank you guys for arguing with us. Uh, it's always a blast to have you on. Uh, I'm going to end the it's call. Nice see how wrong Matt is. Right now. <laughs> bye, and, uh, we'll, bye, Matt. And we'll stab you all again hey! soon. Woo! Oh, bye, Adios. Mo, as well. Bye. <laughs> Most here too. Most here too, everybody. Jesus. Jeez, it's like you skip uh, two weeks of Among Us and everybody I, forgets I who you are. I don't exist to anyone now, apparently. At least to Lark. Bye, Matt. Huh? <laughs> bye, everybody. Bye, Matt. Oh. Uh. I didn't say bye. Uh, Rude. Uh, We're going to take a break here. When we come back, it is Junk Food Tuesday. Stick around. Mm Mm-hmm. Check your perspective. While riding passenger on a road trip with my husband, he commented on the dustiness of his windshield. Not five minutes later, he asked if it was really dark outside or if it was just his sunglasses. Truth be told, it was probably a combination of his tinted shades, the previously noted dust on his windshield, and the slight cloud coverage from the scattered storms we had been passing through. It reminded me of a story I had recently read of a lady who was judging her neighbor on the cleanliness of her laundry hanging on the line to dry. 
Assuming this lady's detergent choice was lacking or knowledge of laundering her clothes was less than praiseworthy until one day when she looked outside and noticed something new, a line full of clean clothes by her standards. As she approached her husband with the news, he revealed how he in fact had just cleaned their windows. How often do we find ourselves in a similar set of circumstances? It's not always the situation that is less than, but rather the perspective in which we're viewing it through that could use an adjustment. Much like the Israelites grumbled and complained and wished for their own deaths as they were being led out of slavery, they begged to go back to Egypt, back to what they knew instead of continuing down an unknown road. No matter how good the future looked, they were unable to see past their current situation, so much so that death seemed like the better option. If you find yourself today on a journey where the destination is unknown, don't travel your road in fear. Don't turn back. Don't resort to what makes you comfortable just because you're fearful of what's to come. And if you find yourself passing judgment on the road someone else is traveling, unable to see where their route is leading, remember that your step-by-step -step directions may look different because your starting location was not the same. I'd like to encourage you through this road trip of life, wherever you may be in your journey, to not focus on the distance or the circumstances out of your control, but rather set your eyes on the destination and forge forward, enjoying each moment as it comes. When the road seems dark or unmanageable, maybe it's time to lift your shades or dust off your windshield. Set your perspective on the road ahead, not on what has already passed. There's a reason the windshield is larger than the rearview mirror, after all. Back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today on the show, there might not be such a thing as uh, actual reality TV. And coming up next, it's Junk Food Tuesday. But before we do anything else, I've got five random facts. Whoop, 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 whoop. Alrighty. Uh, Are they about onions? No. Okay. Tomatoes have more genes than humans. Well, I have like four pair. <laughs> <laughs> You're so predictable. Zing. I knew you were going to say that. You knew nothing. I knew it. Uh, you know nothing? <laughs> tennis was originally played with bare hands. Uh, think about that for a second. For real. Just use, think about it. I would use monkey hands. <laughs> that was the first animal I could think of with hands. almost said shark. Shark hands. Sharks don't have hands. <laughs> Now, I knew you were going to say the jeans thing, but you, you kind of... I surprised you with you the other animal with hands. The hands. It took me a second, and I'm like, what? 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 Monkey hands. Why would you... What are you even talking about right now? Oh, bear, bear hands. <laughs> no, but for real, think about it. Think about playing tennis with your bare hand. Mm -hmm. I played table tennis with my bare hand. That was awful. So, yeah. I can imagine that would be bad. Yeah, listen, I've never been a tennis fan, but Topher played tennis this year for the high school, and watching them play, like... They hit that ball hard. I can't. Oh, no. Okay. Anyway, uh, jellyfish have been around longer than dinosaurs. Mm. Just think about that for a minute. Let it make sink a in. Joke about peanut butter fish. 
I can't do a pun for every one Why? of your facts, Mo. Quit, Why? quit, quit expecting the puns. Whatever. <laughs> uh, oh, Chernobyl, the Exxon Valdez oil spill, and the Challenger explosion have all been attributed to lack of sleep. Mm. Yeah, I can believe that. So get your sleep. <laughs> and lastly, Finland has more saunas than cars. <laughs> That's just fun. Mm-hmm. That's just a fun thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, there's one fact that Mo and I can't deny, and it's that we love junk food. In fact, we, we consider ourselves the resident junk food nerds of LTN. And each week, we like to discuss new and upcoming junk foods that have been spotted in stores or announced. Uh, and then later in the show... We've got a taste test. All right, so here's what we got coming out soon or already out now. First up, chewy mini dips. They're like the granola bars? Yeah, but they're like mini ones. They're dipped fully in chocolate or whatever. They come out in s'mores flavor and birthday blast. No, it's not s'mores flavor. It's summer, summer night, night s'mores. s'mores. I'm so sorry. You're yeah. right. You're right. Uh-huh. Uh, Sour Patch Kids watermelon marshmallows are out now. They've had the Sour Patch Kids marshmallows, and now they've come out with a full bag, which I've never understood. Why does watermelon get its own thing? I don't know. I I would love them I in the mix. despise watermelon. <laughs> it is my least favorite flavor of all candy. And yet, for some reason, all candy no, does that, its own separate bag of watermelon. I don't belongs, get it. That belongs to blue raspberry. No, blue, blue raspberry is no, 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 no. Worst flavor. No. And they have recently gotten their own bag of Sour Patch Kids, too, which is dumb. Okay. Blue raspberry is one of my favorites. Love blue raspberry. Ever since <laughs> ever since the blue raspberry Jolly Rancher, I feel like uh, I remember when that mm, came out. That's I remember. Yeah, I yeah. That's, they came out when we were kids. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. one day there's blue, and I'm like, ooh, blue. I wonder what that tastes like. Garbage. That's no. what it tastes like. Oh, and as soon delicious. as that came out, every other freaking fruit candy on the planet started caving in. Like, we yeah. need a blue. We need a blue flavor. Let's make it raspberry, because raspberries are blue, right? Yeah. Garbage. Garbage. The worst. Uh-huh. Ruined yeah. sweet tarts. Ruined Sour, Sour Patch Kids was one of the holdouts. It's like Sour Patch Kids and Skittles were the only two uh, that didn't cave in and change one of their multi-flavors. Yeah. Uh, and now it's just Skittles because Sour Patch was like, we're going to add blue. And it was my favorite candy for the longest time. And then they're like, well, can't eat that in the movie theater now because hmm. you can't see the colors in the movie theater. <laughs> That is true. I'm not going to risk putting a blue raspberry. It's like it's like taking a jujubes in there. You can't take jujubes to a movie. You're going to eat a licorice one. Are you, you got a death wish? Ew. <laughs> Gross. Uh, cake bites, minions, vanilla and chocolate. These are the. I don't know. Have you seen these in like the last? It's like the last two years. They're always like on an end cap at Walmart. It's just different versions of brand branded like petty four cakes. No, I haven't seen them. It's very strange because uh, I've seen no commercials for them. I've never seen advertisements for them. They're just like these. I mean, but who really sees branded. commercials or right. advertisements anymore? I guess anymore. you're right. I guess you're right. Uh, Yo play Skittles, wild berry Skittles, and smoothie Skittles flavored yogurts. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's something we need. Uh, Carnation Breakfast Essentials Cinnabon-flavored nutritional drinks and Frosted Flakes-flavored. Oh, okay. Like you're drinking the bottom of a bowl Frosted Flakes. mm, (laughs) I'm not even going to hate on it. I'm really not. 
A uh, couple, couple ice creams here from uh, Milk Bar. These sound intriguing. Milk Bar cornflake chocolate chip marshmallow cookie dough flavored ice cream. Listen, what have I said? What have I said during Junk Food Tuesday? We got to keep things simple. <laughs> when you start adding in all these different flavors, it gets too much. I Hold on. Chocolate so. chip, marshmallow, <laughs> cookie dough. Cookie dough. Flavored ice cream. With cornflakes. Cornflakes. But wait too. a minute. What exactly is it flavored? What is the ice cream flavored? The is it cookie, flavored no, like okay. marshmallow so the, or is the, it flavored like chocolate chip or like cookie dough? The ice I don't cream understand. is the ice cream is cookie dough flavored and it has chocolate chips marshmallows and cornflakes. They missed an opportunity. I think that marshmallow flavored ice cream would have been way better with cookie dough pieces and chocolate chip pieces mixed in. All right. Well, how about this one? Milk bar cereal milk flavored ice cream with cornflake crunches in it. Oh, that sounds really good. Tastes actually. Like the, the, the tagline is tastes like the bottom of your cereal bowl. That actually sounds very good. Yeah, it does. And then milk bar birthday cake flavored ice cream with crumbs of birthday cake in it and toasted or no and frosting listen like a weave of frosting i'm gonna go ahead oh there's one more that you haven't milk said. bar pie ice cream deep vanilla ice cream with gooey butter filling and toasted oat crust i'm gonna go ahead and i'm going to make a prediction okay the milk bar cornflake chocolate chip marshmallow cookie dough <laughs> is not going to sell because people know. are going to see the other three and they're going to be like, um, okay, I know what I'm getting with I'll, this I'll one. I can't that. wrap my head around exactly what I'm going to get with this <laughs> 5,000 different flavored ice cream over here. Uh, you're right. You're probably right. Uh, Space Jam, a new legacy fruit roll-ups with tongue tattoos. Do you yes, remember those when we were kids? The, the tongue, tongue tattoos. tattoos. But you know. The you tongue tattoos to... and the fruit roll-up pizzas. Yes. Those were oh, my two favorites. Oh, the favorite. pizzas were so you fun. You build your little pizza. So mm. see, you could eat the fruit roll-up pizzas by yourself, but the tongue tattoos, you had to have somebody with you. Right. And it was it was a friend experience. It has to be yeah. like at lunch at school. Yeah. Or, or you're running in the bathroom to right. look at your tongue because there's <laughs> right. nobody around to tell you. So. Uh, H-E-B creamy dill flavored cheese puffs. Hmm. So is this the new thing? Because Cheetos has just come out, we talked about last week, with the uh, street corn flavored Cheetos. Oh, yeah. So is this going to be the new thing, che the Cheetos, just with a bunch of different flavors? Probably. Like, if they run out of flavors for Lay's and for Doritos, and now they're going to move on to Cheetos? You know, I'm not a fan of regular <laughs> Cheeto puffs. I love regular Cheeto puffs. Oh, no. Love them. Mm-mm. I'm not a fan of regular Cheeto puffs, but I'm kind of wondering with these different flavors if it's... Yeah, creamy dill flavored. Uh-huh. That actually sounds really good sounds to me. Awful. Oh, I think it sounds delicious. Uh, Oriel Jedi in our Twitch chat says the fruit roll up pizzas was awesome. You had to see uh you had to see how the tattoo came out on your tongue also. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the pizza little you had the little mushroom, uh -huh. the pepperoni, the uh -huh. bell pepper on there. I mean yep. it was dope. It was dope. Yep. It's fun. <laughs> uh, let's see here. H E B also come out with Creamy Creations Ice Cream Wild Red Float. It's ice cream. It's two kinds of ice cream, vanilla ice cream and wild red soda flavored ice cream. Interesting. Which I think is kind of like Big Red. I was wondering. But I Big don't really red know for sure. Or it's code an H-E-B thing. My, I don't know. <laughs> it did have a cherry on it, so I'm assuming it's more cherry flavored. Isn't Big Red more like bubblegum flavored or something? Oh, I have something no wacky. idea. I have no idea. So it's probably a cherry soda. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. H-E-B... 
Creamy Creation Strawberry Lemonade. This one also sounds amazing. It's creamy lemonade ice cream with swirls of strawberry jam and zesty lemon cookies in it. Uh, please. That sounds like summer in a tub. Please. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then H-E-B Creamy Creations Caramel Apple a la Mode Brown Sugar Ice Cream with cinnamon apple chunks, pie pieces, and a caramel swirl. Interesting. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I like apple pie, so. Why yeah. not? Why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, Little Debbie is coming out with mini oatmeal cream cookie bites. Uh, they're actual cookies, like hard cookies, but modeled after the oatmeal cream pies. And Nutty Buddy Cookie Bites, which are little peanut butter cookies dipped in the chocolate wafer Mm-mm. cookies. Nope. You remember You remember the cereal? I remember the cereal. The cereal was awful. I think it's probably going to be a lot like the cereal. Cereal was real bad. The cereal was, was real bad. Terrible. Oatmeal cream cereal, no thank you. Yeah. I bet that's what the cookies are going to be like. <laughs> uh, Trader Joe's Organic Rice Cake Thins, half-coated in dark chocolate. Hmm. Sure. Why not? Uh, Ocean Spray is coming out with fruit medleys, a probiotic blend with craisins, dried cranberries, dried cherries, dried blueberries, and golden raisins. The fiber blend with craisins, dried cranberries, dried apple, and dried nectarines. The immunity and the immunity blend: craisins, dried cranberries, dried pineapple, banana chips, and dried mango. Okay, I mean, if you're so into if you're into those dehydrated fruits, they've got two. Two uh, help you use the bathroom blend, <laughs> and then one don't get sick blend. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's how we that's how we do. Yeah. Uh, Canada Dries come out with variety packs with twelve ginger ales, twelve ginger ale and lemonades, and twelve ginger ale and limeades. Sounds delicious. Those diet ginger ale and lemonades. Oh boy, are they good? They're real good. Really, they're amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really like them. All Refreshing. Right. Uh, White Castle is selling whole birthday cakes on sticks. So it's like, but it's not like, it's not like one big stick with a huge birthday cake on it. It's, they, they sell a little birthday cake on a stick slices with a little stick on the end. And so they're selling a whole cake of those now. So you can get eight of those and it's for their hundredth birthday celebration this year. Hundred year old White Castle. I'm going to have to. Find a picture of this so that I can visualize it. (laughs) Trolley is selling Sour Sneaks gummies. uh, Sour gummy basketball sneakers with two flavors. Did I say it right this time? Yeah, you did. Okay, good. You did. And then Arby's is selling small soda floats for $1 until the 27th. So Uh, just uh, if you ever wanted to go to Arby's. Now's the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so every time I think about Arby's, I think about that Simpsons line where they're all the kids get stranded on a deserted island, and the next day they're starving, and one of the girls say, "I'm so hungry, I could eat at Arby's." And everyone's like, "Oh, she really is hungry." I'm like, that's mean. I, Arby's <laughs> is one of my more favorite Arby's fast can do, food yeah, Arby's places. Is pretty good. They, right, they got yeah. rid of the potato cakes. Remember we talked about how they got new crinkle cut fries and they were adding them to the menu and they're like, well, they got like four kinds of potato now. Well, they done got rid of those potato cakes. We just had Arby's last week and I had potato cakes. Okay. Well, they're probably running out their last stock, but they've canceled okay. them. All right. <laughs> they're All gone. Right. They're out. Okay. 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 Their last year's news. Mm, <laughs> whatever. All right. So our main topic today on the show, and we're going to get a, a jump start on it here in this second segment, is uh, reality TV. And we're actually going to start exposing uh, some of the things about reality TV. You're uh, about to ruin my totally fake. television yeah, experience. As we know, Mo, Mo loves reality television. I do. Uh, but there are just some things about it that make it uh, totally fake. Uh, let's start with one that's that's uh, 
appreciated by a large portion of the Christian community. No. Duck Dynasty. No. <laughs> now this one's not bad. This no. one this one actually the main what's what's this guy's name? This main guy here. <laughs> Do you remember? The guy that was in God's Not Dead. Corey's husband. Yeah, sure. The one who's who's always wearing the American flag. Why bandana. can I not remember? I don't remember. Uh, but anyway, they have uh, they've actually come out and said this that the I don't remember what channel they're on. Is it AMC? I don't know. Yes. Whatever mm-hmm. channel they're on, they yeah. would uh, typically ramp up the intensity of whatever arguments are happening between them, hmm. like make them sound like they're worst, even going far as as far as to add bleeps into the final cut, even when the family members were not swearing. They don't genuinely swear or generally swear, but they would add bleeps to make the fight seem more intense. So that's just a little way, little way. Willie, thank you. Willie. Thank you. Willie Robertson. Thank you for that. Uh (laughs) All right, let's talk about Undercover Boss. Millions across the country love the premise of under-the-radar workers finally getting credit for their excellent efforts at work. Bosses of various companies would go undercover to truly see how their workers would be doing, as well as learning things about how they govern their business. In all actuality, reports indicate that the show is completely scripted and that promises made to various workers at the end of the show are not actually kept. Oh, that's a bummer. A show. That's a bummer. All a show. That's a bummer. Uh, it's really, it's really just a, a method to uh, advertise whatever that business is. Yeah. It's a giant commercial. That's fair. And it makes you feel good about that business because you are now, uh, <laughs> you're now seeing the the heart behind the CEO of the company. And you're like, well, I'm going to support that business now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Uh, I hate the title of this show, and I've always hated it. Uh, But it's Hardcore Pawn. Mm -hmm. Uh, Focuses on the Gold family and their pawn shop business. A plethora of very strange people come into the store on a daily basis. In fact, some of the arguments seem too unbelievable. Well, that's because they are. Multiple people featured on the show have said that their fights with the family were staged. Uh, Every episode features less Seth and Ashley being yelled at by a customer who's invariably dragged out of the store by a gigantic security guard doesn't happen every day in real life okay so i gotta (laughs) tell you every single reality show that we have covered so far i'm not really a super fan of so i'm okay with it okay well there's plenty uh let's see here how about well ghost hunters i mean we all know this is fake show ghost hunters became somewhat of a phenomenon over the last few years multiple shows have spawned from the initial creation many have accused the show of being scripted former case manager donna Lacroix even did an interview which essentially ripped the show apart from an authenticity standpoint i mean it's clearly scripted (laughs) every tiny noise or door creak like I don't know you what you're talking staff. about. You have a staff. You have a staff. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you have writers. So real. <laughs> there's there's writers credited in your show. It is 100% real. <laughs> How about the, the Jerry Springer show? On track. Right, sure. <laughs> the Jerry Springer show. Oh, well, duh. <laughs> Yeah, are you surprised that one of the most outlandish television programs to ever grace a television from the storylines to the guests and even the production team egging the crowd on? The show is not completely truthful by any means. In fact, they even actually train uh, a lot of their contestants on how to fake a fist fight (laughs) on camera. So most of those fights are are egged on. The... uh... (laughs) 
<laughs> the best thing to come out of the Jerry Springer show was Steve, his the the one oh, Steve Wilkos. Yes. Yeah. The yes. scared straight guy. Did you know <laughs> that he was a police officer? Yeah. And it was only supposed to be a one day gig mm-hmm. that he was doing? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. He Did you know that character. he also was not bald? And they were like, you know what? You would look more tough. Intimidating if you were bald. Yeah, if I you didn't were bald. know that. That's pretty hilarious. And so he shaved his head. And just yeah. another way for it to be fake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, storage Wars. Upon being fired from Storage Wars, uh, former Storage Wars star David Hester completely shocked fans by revealing the show is indeed scripted. According to Hester, he admitted that the items found in the lockers are staged. Along with that, many of the auctions are staged by producers. Lastly, Hester claims that the interviews with the cast members are also scripted. It's entirely 100% made up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are the best ones. A lot of those. Uh, You've a, never watched it, have you? Oh, yeah, I've watched oh, it. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a lot of these that are completely scripted, at, but are that come. I don't, I don't even remember all of them now. There was one where there was like this um, wildlife wrangler, like he wrangled crocodiles and snakes, and you know he got them out. Of, he was like an exterminator, but for Steve big. Irwin? No, no, no. <laughs> exterminator for like scary, gross things. And, uh, yeah, that was all set up, too. They would bring these animals to people's houses and pretend like he was, I mean, it's all of them. It's a whole string of them that were just super fake. Here's what we were talking about. Jersey Shore. We talked about this off camera. Jersey Shore first hit screens in 2009. Although the stars of the show are friends in real life, it doesn't necessarily mean it's free from accusations of falseness. According to several extras and locals, much of what happens on the show is planned in advance. Even an attorney whose studio is across the street from the Jersey Shore digs said that he's seen rehearsals of their walkabouts and that they frequently reshoot scenes from different angles. This includes repeating dialogue and rehearsal rehearsing facial expressions, uh, and I learned in another section, which I talked about with Mo, is that uh, Snooki, the character uh, whose nickname is, I don't even know her real name, Nicole. but uh, her nickname, Snooki, she she did not actually use that nickname before the show started. That was created for the show. You can't just go around spreading falsehoods, okay? <laughs> her mama has called her that since the day she was born. No, no. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Just like Jay Wow's mama called her Jay Wow too. <laughs> From the second she was born. Jay Wow. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, <laughs> but when we come back, we inject even more reality into your reality shows. Stick around. <laughs> Have you ever been around another person who used a word or phrase that you were absolutely certain that you should know, but you didn't? Well, of course you have. Hey, don't worry, nerd, because we've got some great news for you. You're about to learn something brand new, and this will be useful. Not like that throwaway knowledge like math or science. This is the real world, bub, and you need to be able to hold your own in a nerdy conversation. So pull up a chair and pay attention, because LTN's got another nerdy definition for you. This week, we round out our Call of Duty Warzone definitions with three more common phrases that you may not understand. First up is ghost or ghosted. This refers to a perk that can be chosen as a part of a loadout that allows for you or another player with it to be undetectable by scans such as UAVs or heartbeat sensors. Top tier players will more than likely choose a ghost loadout or a mix and match like we've talked about before when the game reaches its final stages. 
Next up, let's learn about scavs. These are special contracts that players can pick up and send them to various spots in the vicinity of where you picked up the initial contract. Each location will have a chest with money and various items, whereas the final chest in the contract is going to contain an armor satchel, a great weapon, and usually some buy station item. These contracts are recommended during the early stages of the game to get the cash needed to buy your loadout. And last but not least on our list is gas. This refers to the playable zone that will close over time, forcing the shrinking number of remaining players into a more confined area, ensuring a winner. If you do get caught in the gas, your health will start to go down over time and you can die from it as well. Be sure to pick up a gas mask when you see it. It can quite literally save your life if you do like most of us and forget to watch for the gas closing in on the map. Now we hope that you've learned a little bit about how to communicate in Call of Duty Warzone and that you feel more confident when people are talking about it. Because, well, you understand that reference. Welcome back to the Backroom Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today we're talking reality TV. Uh, but first, before we get back to the topic of the day, we've got a taste test. Hmm, now, <laughs> while our normal audio morning show is the main version of the show, we do record our Tuesday shows on the LTN Radio Twitch channel, either the Friday night or Saturday morning before. We interact with Twitch, share some bonus stories, and of course, they get to see our taste test alive. Visit twitch.ltnonair.com and give us a follow. Of course, if you don't catch it, we will put some of the highlights and the taste test on our YouTube channel, so follow us there too. YouTube.ltnonair.com Now let's get down to business. Today is kind of like let's a... Get down to a throwback taste test to when I was a teenager. Do this is something think? I have not had since I was a teenager, and I want to oh, see if it was as bad as I remember. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Do you know what it is? If, if, I th if it, it's what I think it is, my jaws are already hurting. Yep. Yeah, that's is probably it, what is it a warhead? It no, it's oh, not a warhead. What is it? It's close. Crybaby bubblegum. Oh. You remember okay. these? Have you ever had these? Uh, maybe. Okay. I don't know. I remember these killing me in high school, especially the green ones. So I bought a bag of these at the World Market, and my kids ate all of them except these two. So you ready? I guess so. This is where following us on Twitch really uh, does you a favor, because you get to actually see this. Most people on the radio are just going to hear it. I don't know why, oh. but I always smell things before I taste them. Everything. <laughs> I know. Oh, but these Sometimes. smell great. All right. They don't smell like anything. Oh, yeah. You're smelling the bag. Smell the candy. Weird no, enough. I smelled the candy first. <laughs> All right, anyway. right. Oh, hold on. Wait. Boink, boink, what was boink, that? Boink. Hey, thanks for the follow, redheaded stepchild. Uh, all right. I don't Here know. Here we go. Bad high. I don't know. All I right. don't know. Here we go. Ah! Mm. Whoa! I don't think I've ever had one of these because it is sour. And I wouldn't remember that. <coughs> Holy cow. There's the goosebumps. That is more sour than I remember. I don't know if y'all can see that or not. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, that's lovely, lovely. 
Lovely ASMR. Oh my goodness gracious. That is incredibly sour. I feel like that's worse than a warhead. But I haven't had a warhead in a lot of years either. Oh. Okay, it goes away quick, but wow. It's good gum. It's not bad gum. Good flavor. It's really not. We can't chew gum on the show. Mm. Mm. Not bad. Crybaby bubblegum. That's the first time I've actually saw it to buy it. it was at a world market. I don't know if it's available in the U.S. anywhere. <laughs> wow. Oh, gosh. I got heartburn from how sour that was. Jeez. Jeez. What's the, that's the new thing people say, right? That's what we talked about on uh, the Gen Z quiz. No, it's sheesh. Yeah, sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> that's the ki- that's what and, the kids are saying they, on the TikToks. And they do something with their arm. They uh, like ice in their veins. Point to their. They go like this. They got ice sheesh. in their veins. Sheesh. Do they even know what that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's better than the word it's replacing. It's replacing the D word. That used to be the thing. Dang! Yeah, except not that one. <laughs> except the other Sheesh. one. <laughs> All right, we are talking about reality TV shows and the reality behind them. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's one. Here's one that'll hurt you. You ready? This is Fixer Upper. This is one of Mo's favorites. Chip and Joanna Gaines. You ready? You ready to have it ruined? Mm-hmm. Like with most house shows, homeowners have already bought the house before filming even begins, meaning they aren't really picking between the three houses at the beginning of each episode. None of the furniture or decor that Joanna Gaines so carefully arranges is included in the budget either, so the homeowners only get to keep it if they want to pay extra. Not all the rooms in each house get redone, and there have been unsubstantiated claims that Chip only actually works on the house while cameras are rolling. So I have... (laughs) I have heard. This show's already been ruined for you? Yeah. Well, and I wouldn't necessarily say it's been ruined. Um, (laughs) I have heard about the decor and the furniture, you know. And honestly, I think in one of the early episodes, Joanna even says that she does this to give the family an idea of what their home could look like. Could look like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I mean, I feel like it's pretty obvious on all those home makeover shows, that's something that has like been a light bulb for me is uh, not all the rooms are getting done. You're going to have like three rooms that look amazing, and then the rest of the house is still going to look See, like garbage. I don't, I don't feel like that's the case for at least the shows. Now, I'll admit, I haven't like actually watched a lot of these home shows in over a decade. The ones that I remember were ones where like two families... Like swapped houses That's to trading decorate spaces. the other trading spaces. I remember that one. And they only one. did one room. Was it just one room? Just one room. Actually, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. And the other one was Extreme Home Makeover. Now, that was the whole house, wasn't it? Um, Almost always, because there was always like every kid's room and every living room and everything. It was always redone. I want to say Extreme make- Extreme Home Makeover may be the exception. Okay. But generally, it's only just a couple rooms. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a bummer, yeah. though. Yeah. But yeah, all the shows that are like taking you around to like three different places to see if you like this one. Well, I don't know. I think maybe we want something a little bigger for a little less price or whatever. Yeah. That's all scripted. That's yeah. all. They've already picked and bought a house. <laughs> They're acting for you. Yeah. Acting. I mean, I guess when you really consider like the whole 
the whole process of buying a home, yeah, because that would be a whole other, like, what, at least two weeks. Right. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Of the yeah. whole filming process. No. <laughs> all right, so here we go. Uh, Long Island Medium. Now, we're, we're all aware, sure, yeah, it's fake because it's, you know, psychic nonsense. But it's even more fake than you might realize because uh, Teresa Caputo, is that mm-hmm. how you say her name? Yep. Uh, all the information that she uh, divines about her, <laughs> her, the people on her show, have been found out ahead of time by her producers because her producers, who know who's going to be on the show, scour all the social media of that person and go through questionnaires and background checks of all the people and then feed all of this to Teresa while she's on stage or in a home or wherever else. It's the oldest trick in the book for these these cold read psychics. There's always some sort of questionnaire or uh, stuff done to figure out who you are before you even gotten in the room. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we Chris and I actually had this conversation just the other night because I was watching one of my reality television shows where a group of the women got together and had a psychic come in and do a read. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, you know, if I ever, if I ever was presented the opportunity with a psychic to read and they're like, do you know someone with the name that starts with the letter B? He'd be like, I don't know. Do I? You tell me. You're the psychic. Who's talking to you? What's their name? <laughs> Have you ever lost a friend or family member? Or know someone who has. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You tell me. You're the psychic. Who's talking to you? Is it Brian Regan? Uh, I'm getting an M. I'm getting a letter M. Uh, did their name start with the letter M or have an M in it? Their name was Bo Ziffer. Mr. Bo Ziffer? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> And I, I'm getting that he died of natural causes, yes. He was run over by a Zamboni, so naturally he'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, Last Comic Standing. This one I remember hearing about it. I was just so sad. I loved Last Comic Standing. And the way it's presented is that it is uh, a bunch of up-and-coming stand-up comics who haven't caught their big break. Yeah. And they're going to go on this thing and get this whole, you know, it's people that you've never heard of, all this kind of stuff, and they're going to get this big push. Last Comic Standing boasted about finding untapped talent and giving them exposure and a cash prize for being on the competition. Apparently, without telling the contestants or the judges, the producers swung the vote in who they wanted to win. It's set up as the judges and also like dial-in votes. Pick who wins. Mm-hmm. And the producers mm-hmm. just, just, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I've always wondered how honest and truthful those like call in votes really are. Yeah. I don't I haven't watched American Idol in years, but early on that was the thing. Call in, call in and I'm like it's just wasted calls. Like <laughs> they already know who they're going to who they're going to say wins. <sighs> Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's 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 it really calls into question everything that's supposed to be audience participation. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, also the fact that the show was also known for editing good performances to make them look terrible. 
in order to justify their uh that's I mean, sad like there's that's there really was a sad. comedian named Mitch Hedberg uh who he was he's kind of one of those half like stoner comedians but he did a lot of one-liners okay. and a lot of the one-liners were really great but he did a he was tapped to do a half hour comedy central present special and uh, i bought the dvd that presented like the uncut version of it and it was awful like it was so bad but then you watch the cut version and they cut like it was all chopped up and put together in a different order and you know, set to where it sounded like he just got funnier and funnier through the whole night when it was the exact opposite. And I'm like, if they can make that terrible performance sound like one of the best Comedy Central Presents specials ever, they can obviously do it the opposite way. Why can't, why isn't anybody doing that for us? (laughs) Chop up our stuff and make us sound even better than we are. Get on it. (laughs) Uh, Okay. The Apprentice. Because why not? Uh, It's I mean, it's all. It was all fake. There was no job. Uh, The firing segments were added just for dramatic effect. Uh, There, it was all set up. There was there was no there was no special job that they went on to be. Sometimes they were hired on to continue on with the show to appear like they got a special job, but it was really just essentially keeping a cast member (laughs) the next season. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, No, we're not going to talk about that one. Uh, Breaking Amish. Are you upset now? Here we go. Breaking Amish was, unfortunately, not the realest reality TV show out there. Jezebel mentions the fact that various official documents told the world that many of these Amish folks leaving their community for the first time had actually defected many, many years ago. It's quite an interesting... Now they were, So they did used to be Amish, but long before... They were on the show, and there was a couple that supposedly either met during the show or just prior to the show, and it was following their new romance. Uh, they had already been dating for several years and had a kid together at the time of filming. Oh, okay. I actually, I, I know, I know, you know what, who we're talking about. Uh-huh, yeah, I know what what couple they're they're talking about there. But see, there are some who you can tell it is their first time out in. In the real world, right. out from their mama's pouch, like baby marsupials, out in the real world, doing their own thing, experiencing the big city for the first time. That's not set up. It, no, it's it really is. It's all fake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to do Britain's Got Talent, uh, like its U.S. counterpart. Britain's Got Talent is a diverse mega-talent show showcasing everything from children to dancers to magicians. However, one little dog almost brought the show to its knees. In 2015, a dog act called Jules and Matisse won the competition. However, it turned out to be completely rigged. Woo! We just got a uh, a hundred bits. Thank you there, Oriole. Uh, We're we're on Twitch. You on the radio listening? We we stream our Tuesday shows on Twitch. Uh, Won the competition. Turned out to be completely rigged. The producers had swapped out a similar looking dog for Matisse because the real dog was too terrified to do the high wired stunt. Shut up. This was the championship event. And they swapped out the dog. (laughs) And they won. That... It's wrong. Uh, Restaurant Stakeout. 
I've seen this one, and it's very entertaining, but it's also completely fake. Restaurateur Willie Daigle in installs cameras in an eatery that isn't doing so well to see where the problem is. The setup relies almost entirely on catching an employee slacking off or being rude to a customer so Daigle can confront and possibly fire them in some dramatic fashion. Of course, it's almost entirely fake. The owner of a restaurant featured in the first season of the show admitted the Food Network contacted them and screen-tested employees before the episode filmed. Most of the customers were extras uh, and told to be as annoying as possible. Uh, firings are usually firings of actors that don't actually work mm-hmm. there. It's a full 100% fakery. Yeah. Uh, oh, I really like this one. <laughs> okay. Hell's Kitchen, <laughs> which I love. This might be my favorite reality show, Hell's Kitchen. Uh This is a cooking show competition, of course, hosted by Gordon Ramsay, who has a terrible temper and swears like a sailor. Uh, Although entertaining, it's said the show is scripted and that the customers who eat the meals are paid actors. Uh, But more than that, (laughs) even though it looks like in some episodes there could be a fist fight breaking out between Gordon and one of the chefs at any given minute, there are actually like four bodyguards uh, near Gordon Ramsay at any given time to prevent that from happening. Well, yeah. Yeah, because he's such a turd. Even if he is acting, he's such a turd. It's bound to happen one of these times that he says the wrong thing to the wrong person and they lose it. No. Oh, here we no. go. Here we go. This might be our last one we'll talk uh, about here. Survivor. No. <laughs> Survivor. It's like the real life Hunger Games where contestants are split into teams and led into the wilderness, forced to live off the land and compete against one another in challenges. Unfortunately, it looks like a ton of those competitions and challenges are super fake. Producers have admitted to hiring body dumple, doubles for some of the challenges. Body dumples? Dumples. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what a dumple is, but. <laughs> oh, I really hope there's somebody listening who was a fan of Homestar Runner, because that is literally, that was a, a mascot for a fake college that Strong Bad came up with. The, G- the GCNU Dumples. And the song is uh, fighting and sometimes striving, wondering what a dumple is. <laughs> Exactly. That was fantastic. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, producers have admitted hiring body doubles for some of the challenges. They've also uh, said that they use reenactments for some of the footage. Additionally, former contestant Stacey Stillman has said time and time again that her removal from the show was rigged. Uh, and also in another article, uh, it's presented like, you know, they, they have to start their own fires and they have to scrounge their own food. No, the, there's plenty of instances that have been recorded that... They give them food, and they also start fires for them. So, uh, yeah, Hmm. they'll survive. So I have read in the past that, um, like, you know, a lot of those reality shows present it to where you, you write in, you try to get on the show. Yeah. But with Survivor... They don't take applications. They pick you. Mm, yeah, I'll bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. In our chat, JC Phenom just said, great job. Great job there, Amstree. <sighs> uh, last one. We're going to do one more. This one is because it's interesting to me. So catfish. Now, this is, this is it's fake, but not, a, not in a way that maybe is, is going to ruin the show for you. It's, it's really just backwards from what you think it is. Okay. Hosts Nev and Max try to solve the mystery of who is really behind these fake profiles online. Uh, as crazy Me. as the whole situation sounds, 
Mo is all the catfish. Uh, there really are people out there who catfish, and these stories are real stories. But it's not the people who are being catfished that are reaching out to find out. It's the catfishers. The catfishers are the ones that actually apply to be on the show. Mostly because they feel guilty and want to come clean and also make a little money while they're doing it. Okay. And so they they essentially re, uh, approach the people being catfished saying, we're going to act this out from your point of view and finding it out. So it still is kind of active and still kind of fake, even though it's based on real interactions. Isn't that strange? It is very strange. It's very strange. It's also very hard to understand how these people can act so well. Right. Because if I have well, found out money. that I... <laughs> yeah, I guess so. They'll act it out. They want money. Hey. I'm going to be catfished. I'm going to get a 10 grand for it. Thank you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Whatever. All right. We're going to take one more break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're going to answer a question you've been dying to ask us, I'm sure. Stick around. What's up, nerd? You digging this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Visit LTNOnAir.com and make LTN Radio your new go-to for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, as well as our exclusive LTN shows and podcasts, some of which air on the station before they're available anywhere else. Visit LTNOnAir.com to listen now and find the link to our app. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Backroom Morning Show as things are winding down for the day. But first, we're going to answer an Ask Us Anything question from Twitch. And our question today comes from our new follower, KY Redhead. What is the weirdest job you've ever had? Mo? Uh, BBS er, director. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't really know the weirdest job that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. I was hired at Gap for what I thought was going to be just a regular sales clerk position, you know, working the registers, working the floor, talking to people. They put me in the back and I <laughs> unloaded the trucks when our shipments came in and unboxed all the merchandise and put the tags on everything and put them on hangers so that they can, so someone else, mind you, someone else could roll them out onto the floor and put them out. <laughs> I was thinking about it like. Was I ugly? I know, exactly. Like, <laughs> I thought I was the key demographic. They, they not want me out on the floor? I'm so confused. Uh, so my weirdest job is also my worst job, and it lasted a day. Uh, I worked at a call center, but one where where they're going out, it's the, the scammy phone calls that uh, you get in the middle of dinner asking you to donate to some, you know, police charity something or other. And uh, the charity is real. The donations are real. The only problem is 60% of what you give goes to pay the people in the uh, call center and only 40% of your donation goes to the charity and you're not required to tell them that up front unless they ask. And, uh, 
you know, I, I was working there and I'm like, I needed a job at the time. We, we just, we, we, we were living on one part-time job because we had just moved to Albuquerque kind of impromptu. And so I, I went in there and they were really working hard to get a hundred dollar donations from people. And I remember on my first day, I got my first hundred dollar donation. I was, and they do like things every hour. You know, the first person to get one this hour gets a ten dollar bonus or whatever for that day. And uh, I got my first one, and they did this. They had this like this big celebration thing because it was my first one uh, scamming someone for a hundred dollars, forty dollars of which would actually go to a charity. <laughs> and I remember like as soon as that was over. I went to the bathroom and pretended like I got the flu, pretended like I threw up, said I was going home, and I never came back. <laughs> they caught on, because apparently this happens a lot, and mailed me my $40 check <laughs> two weeks later. It was the most, it was the weirdest, most awkward thing. It was, just, it was awful. I hated it. Absolutely hated it. That's fair. And, uh, yeah, I can't be that person. I can't be that scummy person anymore. I feel like I wanted to really throw up because I felt awful for scamming this old person out of $100, essentially. I'm like, no, I can't do this. I can't believe this is a job. I can't do it. No, this is absolutely (laughs) not doing anything for me. No, thank you. Good for you, man. Good for you. (laughs) We have, yeah, we have been trying to reach you about your car's warranty. (laughs) So, true story. When we sat down this evening, Mo got a call. I got a call, and it's a. It went to voicemail, and so I'm checking the voicemail, and it's all. This is the last time we will call. No, it's not. No, Don't it's lie not. To me. You're gonna call me again tomorrow, and you're gonna call me again on Monday, and on Tuesday, and on Wednesday, and you're gonna tell me every single day that this is the last time we've been trying to reach you about your car's warranty. This is the last attempt we will make to call. It's like a Whatever. psycho ex-girlfriend. Whatever. Just won't leave you alone. When it finally is the last attempt, I'm going to throw a celebration. <laughs> All right. Let's end with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is Hebrews 4.15. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who is in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got distracted by our Twitch chat. JC Phenom says, press nine, say your name, shake the phone, bark like a dog, and whistle the Andy Griffith theme to be added to our no-call list. (laughs) What are you even talking about right now? Yep. Oh, that's going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, please visit lovethynerd.com slash partner and choose LTN Radio from the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax-deductible. Make sure you're following us on all the socials at at the back row LTN, at LTN on air, and at Love Thy Nerd. And to get more involved with the show and our other projects and to continue the conversation, you can join our Discord at backrowdiscord.com. Sorry, I was about to read your line. (laughs) Why? (laughs) 
You can also find us hanging out at Love Thy Nerd Community Facebook group and at lovethynerd.com slash discord. Now it's your turn to I'm speak. Just barreling in like a Tasmanian devil. <laughs> just an angry marsupial out here to steal your lines. Lastly, remember that we air first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNonair.com every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, find the Back Row Morning Show podcast version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. All that helps us out immensely. We'll be back tomorrow morning, and we hope you will, too. Well, final thought. You know, koalas are the cutest of all marsupials. <laughs> all right. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus, Jesus loves, loves you, nerd. nerd. Come on.